Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Cardinal Coaching Solutions Podcast. Wes Gow here. So very happy to be here with you. And wherever you are, whoever you are, wishing you health and wellness and sanity. And as I've said before, all of the things that we're going to need to see the other side and crest the other side of COVID. And we're making it. I am sending that energy out into the universe. We are making it. We are getting there and firmly believe that we will. And no doubt there's been a lot of learning that has gone on in the last several weeks. Um, I've shared a lot of it with you here and would love to hear from you if there's something that has been intriguing for you, challenging you, interesting to you, or something you've heard on here that you've resonated with, would love to hear from you. But here we are and I want to talk about part two of being found. So we'll call this found part Two And again, this is, um, if you're joining us here and maybe missed part one, this is an idea that's just been rattling around for me. And I don't know what it'll lead to, but I'm kind of unpacking it here as we go. And the, the thesis, if you will, that I'm playing with here is that I, I suspect that there's a correlation between once you have found yourself, then you will be found by those who you best serve. Once you have done the internal work on the journey of finding yourself, then you will be found by those who you best serve. And in terms of that context of finding yourself, I think that involves a handful of a handful of elements. I think it involves a place, finding your place. I think that matters. Uh, the environment, the context that you're in, the surroundings. I think that that matters. I believe that it matters. Finding your people, the people in your life who see you for who you believe yourself to be, or maybe for who on your best days you dare to believe yourself to be, or you dare to believe yourself capable of becoming. So I think place matters. I think people matter finding your people and those two elements we talked about last week or in the previous podcast part one place and people we talked about elsa and neo mentioned a couple other characters um batman strider from lord of the rings and so this week i want to talk about part two which is power and purpose yeah Place, people, power, and purpose. Here's my segue into power. And again, all of this is really fresh for me. I, I suspect at some point there will be an article that just kind of communicates this in a more streamlined, uh, cohesive fashion. But anyway, here's what I'm going on. And, and by the way, when I say here's what I suspect or here's what I'm going on, I mean that from uh, in two ways. One... This is what I'm observing from stories. And number two, this is what I've known in my own life. So I do know that place matters. In terms of finding yourself, your surroundings do matter. The culture, the, the current that you're in, it matters. You can be in a place and come to an awareness and go, I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I remember distinctly, I could take you, okay, <laughs> this is interesting. This wasn't in the notes, but I'm just going to go with this for a second. 
I grew up in a very, very small town, about 45 minutes outside of Tampa, Florida. And gosh, this is going to sound so old (laughs) in my day. When I was there, it was very nearly a one-stop light town. I think maybe there were three, and then you were out of town, coming down US 301. These days, it is much more of a proper suburban sprawl. But back then, it was a whole lot of cow pastures and orange groves. And I I could take you to a precise spot on US 301. When I was driving on a sunny afternoon, I was, I had recently graduated from college and I was in that kind of unknown space of what is my next step. And I could take you to that spot. I know that I was driving north on 301 and I remember thinking, I don't think there's anything left for me in this town right now. I just felt it. I felt like I was supposed to move on from that. Now, I didn't bring any immediate clarity into what was next, but what I do believe is that place matters. In, so, in some cases, it, maybe it's our first indicator. If you're feeling a lot of what we described in part one, disconnected, discontent, disharmony, disunity, whatever, all of these dissonant chords in your person, in your being, then place matters. It matters a lot. And secondly, like we've said, people matter. Finding your people, your tribe, or maybe you're in a place where you're realizing you've been in a tribe for a while and your beliefs and values aren't matching up anymore. They're not aligning with that tribe anymore. So people matter. And moving in here to power, here's here's what I really do suspect. Stepping into your place with your People amplifies your power. It magnifies, it draws out, it clarifies, it hones, it sharpens, it utilizes your power. Now, well, I'll say that again. Stepping into your place with your people amplifies your power. And we see this in some of the narratives. This is where I'll reference some of the characters that I've mentioned. Bruce Wayne. Becoming Batman, you know, at, at, at first he's filled with this kind of, at least in the character that we're introduced to in Batman Begins, the first film of that trilogy. He's got passion. He hates the evil and wickedness in Gotham. He's got passion oozing out of him so much so that he's going to take a gun and he's going to do something about it. Well, that passion is reckless. That power is reckless. It's the same way that Elsa stormed out of the castle and frozen and up the hillside, throwing off cape and crown and and just being reckless with her power. She puts a lot of people at risk. But over time, both of those characters, Neo included, when they find their place with their people, their powers are honed. They are sharpened. They are focused. They are amplified. They are better. They are in better service of human flourishing. And so let's talk a minute about, about this power. There's a couple observations or, or, or one, one primary one here. The power I'm talking about is a power that is almost cyclical. It's the more you give out the more you get 
back. It's the kind of, and maybe power isn't the best word for it, but I'm just going to use it here. It's the kind of power that the more you use your power, the more you are powered by the using of it. God, that was kind of a mouthful. <laughs> let, me, let me try to streamline that a little bit here. Ooh, let's say it this way. You are powered by the use of your power. So what comes, here's, hmm, think about it this way. What comes easily to you and energizes you that is not easily replicated? That key part there and energizes you is super important. You, lo and behold, maybe Algebra 1 came really easily for you. That doesn't mean you actually like it. <laughs> Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you necessarily want to be doing it. What is it that comes easily to you and energizes you that is not easily replicated? It's not like anyone could just come behind you and replace you and do it or do it that way or take or put that take on or that spin on it. That's what I think we're talking about with power. You are powered by the use of your power. And here's what else is true. Here's, here's uh, the, the inverse or the opposite of that is true. The less you are using this power, the less you are powered. The less you are tapping into that energy source, the less energy you have, the less engagement you have, the less enthusiasm you have. Yeah, all of those are indicators. Energy, engagement, enthusiasm. There's an inextricable link there amongst those three. No question about it. So when it comes to your power, what comes easily to you and energizes you that isn't easily replicated, what drains you of your power or your energy? Where do you wade in where others hesitate? My my good friend and unofficial co-host, Terrence Coel, you've heard me mention him many times here and gave him a big shout out here in part one. Terrence knows a lot of mythology around heroes. And he blew my mind recently with a conversation about, of all things, Superman. Now, for anyone who knows anything about Superman, and I know very little, but even for casual observers, if I were to ask you about Superman's weakness you'd probably be able to tell me, well, it's some kind of green glowing rock, right? right? Yeah, it's called kryptonite. Okay. But here's what Terrence made me realize. You know, you might think of kryptonite as Superman's weakness, but his awareness of that weakness is a power. Think about this. Superman is completely clear-eyed about what drains his energy. And he avoids it. Whoa! I had never thought about that that way. Think about that for you. What is it that drains your power, that drains your energy? And why are you engaging with it? Yeah, drains you of your energy, engagement, enthusiasm. That's a clue. Something to be, that's something to explore. Um, 
this aspect of where, where do you wade in where others hesitate. I give an example of this in my own life. When it comes to learning and development, especially when it comes to things like training and facilitation, I don't have a whole lot of energy around that. Now that's coaching is generally in this kind of human learning and development space. I don't have a whole lot of energy around training and facilitation. However, when it comes to an opportunity to take a presentation and put it in a streamlined, focused, memorable context, I get a lot of energy around that, especially when I'm able to utilize creative license. I get a lot of energy around that. I will wade into that where others might want to take a lot more time to prepare. That for me is something of a power. But the opposite is also true where if it's kind of a more standard facilitation, deliver this content in this block of time, I've, I've come to realize that's a little bit of kryptonite for me. It drains my enthusiasm and engagement there. So anyway, I have no idea what that looks like for you, but I hope that's helpful to explore. And then all of these culminate in your place, your people, your power. I think all of those culminate in something of your purpose. Now, this exercise isn't so that you can spit out some kind of like magical purpose statement that's just going to, you know, break through your next job interview or career move or whatever. But I do believe that there's a lot to explore here that could help give you some guidance, give you some wisdom, bring you to some new awareness and perspectives that will help move you forward on whatever it is that's kind of got you spinning your wheels. And so if that's something you'd like to explore, man, I would love to do that with you. Shoot me an email, wes, W-E-S, at cardinalcoachingsolutions.com. We'll set up a time, I'll shoot you a link, we'll make it happen. Maybe you're home, maybe you've got a lot more time on your hands. Um, and so this could be a fun time to, to just explore some of this. And speaking of which, speaking of being at home, time on your hands, I'll uh, just make a few quick shout outs here. Beta group uh, for the month of May is uh, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. First come, first serve. Four people total. Uh, this, these are always exercises in quality over quantity. Uh, and so if anything that you've been hearing on the show is something that has caught your interest and you'd like to explore a little bit more about, then beta groups are an opportunity for you to discover a group coaching session with me completely free of charge. They're super, super fun. They focus around a lot of what we've been talking about here with the hero's journey, finding your place, your people, your power, and your purpose. And then the other thing, beta groups feed into fellowship groups. And I have two new groups. I have one wrapping up now or moving towards wrapping up and two new groups that are launching in June. And so if you would like to explore those with me, uh, then check out the show notes. And again, that's first come, first serve. I uh, limit it to four total. So I only have eight spots open for this summer maximum. So anyway, wishing you a wonderful day wherever you may be. Hang on to hope. Don't lose it. We are going to get through this and be well. We'll do this again soon.